On this segment, we're going to be talking about something that's near and dear to my heart. Pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am very passionate about like the, the kids Measuring that have been steps. affected. <laughs> I don't make jokes about that, Mike, you insensitive bastard. Well, I was talking about my Fitbit. Like what? A pedometer? Isn't that what pedophilia is? Loving of steps of walking? You're really reaching for that joke. <laughs> oh, I'm reaching. Oh, my God. For my pedometer so I can get more steps in and lose more weight. Like it, well, like we are in the sweat box of a studio right now. <laughs> That's why I come here to this podcast. I think it's boring and horrible. I just like to sit here and lose weight. The picture sweating. is pretty awesome. You most me most people don't know. It's yeah, like, do you it's, like a, that? Yeah. it's a sauna. It's it's, it's very absolutely hot, yeah. a sauna. We have these hot very rocks early. and we pour yeah. whiskey over them because we are rich. So I'm yep. calling my testicles hot rocks. Forsooth, <laughs> it'd be hot in here, friend Ray. <laughs> so on today's episode uh, for segment, we're going to be talking about a line of toys from Hasbro's. G.I. Joe. Has anyone ever... This is a kind of obscure toy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me give you a little bit of backstory. Uh, G.I. Joe, which was made its first launch as a realistic 12-inch figure in 1964. Very realistic. Yeah. It was in 82 that the line was relaunched with the three-fourth-inch uh, three scale completion with vehicles, playsets, and the complex background story involving an ongoing struggle between the G.I. Joe team and the evil Cobra Commander, which seeks to take over the free world through terrorism. I did, which is such a heavy <laughs> thing yeah. to have for kids. No wonder it was in the 1980s at the time. Terrorism was like Muammar Gaddafi, and well, like they would hijack planes, but they would release people. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't like a lot of movies too. Yeah. It was like the big theme yeah. to go with, and like, and that would actually yeah. happen. And like, you know, terrorism they were bad, but they weren't the level. You know, they weren't like. I mean, I, I swear to the 2000s was just about extreme and everything <laughs> out. You know, Joe, you know, like real American heroes. So GI Joe was there, which is the classic cartoon theme. Absolutely, couple of cool facts to drop about the jo- Joes, and we're kind of we can talk about the show a little bit. I'm kind of talking about the action figures because it played a, a huge part in my part. Yeah, of the two up. the two yep. together were hand in hand. Yeah, exactly. Hasbro was actually the company that came up with the term action figure. Yes. Uh, seeing that the wisdom of the 60s that boys would not play with dolls. Hasbro's actually came from, uh, you know, they saw the success of Barbie and they said, how can we cash in on that? So they came up with a 12 inch, uh, you know, military figure style. 12 inch. Yeah. Okay. And they were like, you know, of course, kids aren't going to buy a doll. They're going to buy. So I don't know if this was an action figure. I don't know if this is off, like, off topic or if you did research, but. If action figures came out in the '60s, what what did boys play with beforehand? Did they have any kind of like doll type type uh, figure, or was it just like well, I mean, I'm sure there was and explosives and stuff. They well, had like, like they toy had trains. Well, they had like explosives. think of the old school army men. I think mm-hmm. like uh, articulation yeah. that wasn't as popular. Hasbro actually came up with a lot of that witchy I Joe of the moving parts and stuff because the first I think I ha- might have this later on. Um, but the first uh, figures that came out, the the, uh, the amount of articulation they had was, I mean, big time. That was a big deal for, especially in the 60s. They yeah. have a figure that could be moved around, had like, you know, beards and like all this accessories, which wasn't a whole Speci- lot. A I beard mean, when you compare accessory? Barbies haven't changed much in the last uh, yeah, what, I mean, 30, 40. Barbies, I mean, that's like, an accessory. 
like 50 years. I mean, they they don't have elbow articulation and, and they have knees, hips, and do they have shoulders. Barbies don't have knees, do they? Yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah. They, they bend they really bend like, a little like bit. pop, pop. They make yeah. Yeah. pop. Really? Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah, they it's don't have like any visible joints. Yeah. Uh, some, the Hasbro. Some do more. Yeah. Yeah. The original prototypes were originally called Rocky, who was a Marine soldier, Skip, the seller, and an Ace, who was a pilot, before the more universal Ace. name G.I. Joe was adopted. Yeah. In 1975, after the failed bid to purchase the toy rights of the $6 million man, can't believe they lost that, Hasbro <laughs> issued a bionic warrior figure named Mike Power Atomic Man, which is like <laughs> the coolest name ever, which sold over a million units. Of course um, it did. Yeah, it also added to the adventure team, which is superhero Bullet Man, and a character game reoccurring enemies, uh, the Intruders, Strongman with Another World comics which included figures as uh, Eagle Eye, Joe, Atomic Man, Bullet Man operating together. So that was when the team aspect started coming. Because at first, they were all, you know, kind of, th- there was no overlying backstories. Like, gotcha. here are some figures we have, take them. Wasn't Bullet Man also in Arrested Development, played by Morton Short? Was that? <laughs> no, yeah, that was they, the human wasn't that? The human bullet. The human bullet. The human bullet. Oh, okay. Uh, the That's G. close. Yeah. Uh, the G.I. Joe product line is smaller. Their, their three and three-fourth inch scale was the same type uh, employed by the wildly popular Star Wars figures, oh, yeah. um, but with more points of articulation. So they pretty much saw the success of Star Wars and said, let's rip it off. Because they had yeah. that, that hip movement that Star Wars didn't have. Yeah, there's a popular story behind the um, three and three-quarter inch um, size of figures at that point. Um, the... The urban legend goes that um, somebody went into the uh, head office of Kenner and it's like, look, if we make Luke Skywalker 12 inches, we're going to have to make the Millennium Falcon, no, like three feet large. Yeah. And um, the the urban legend is that the head of uh, Kenner at the time said to make Luke Skywalker this big and held his finger and uh, thumb up and, and it's exactly three and three quarters inch between the finger and th- thumb. Pretty good little urban legend for it. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the actual exact reason. I mean, it was the fact that if we make them smaller, we can make all the cool vehicles yeah. and the stuff to go yep. with them to sell to put them inside. Because, yeah, I mean, could you imagine a figure for it? I mean, like, I mean, look, I, Barbie does it. I mean, that's how exactly. their stuff is. But, you know, Barbie gets cars and a house. Freaking Millennium Falcon. Actually, that no. would have been pretty kick-ass. I'm going to yeah, retract that. Would that. Be awesome. and then, but uh, the actual Millennium Falcon is still huge. That's a, yeah, and, yeah. and the figure. That's, that's what I'm saying. Imagine how much bigger it would have been to keep the scale with yeah. the 12-inch. Exactly. And then um, another thing about G.I. Joe's is they came out after Masters of the Universe, He-Man. And oh, man, and those were so cool. Well, the thing was, at the time, He-Man was the first action figure line to have a TV show based on it because before that, there were laws preventing uh, companies from making cartoons based on their action figure lines Yes, because it was a toy commercial. And they had that changed um, because at the end of every He-Man episode, there is a moral to the story that they just same told. Same as G.I. Joe. Did. Same as G.I. Joe. Same thing that G.I. Joe did. It yeah. became a kind of a PSA. Um, another cool thing is G.I. Joe originated from a comic strip in 1940s called Private uh, Breaker. G.I. Joe reappeared in the 1980s as a promotional comic book produced by Marvel Comics. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, some of the most around, uh, what, 300 issues, I believe. They had, yeah, they had a lot of different uh, stories. Uh, some of the most uh, popular figures, characters, would be Gung Ho, Roadblock, Snake Eyes, Duke, yep. Storm Shadow, Destro, and, of course, Cobra Commander. Yep. 
Um, and the last what about shipwreck and Duke. I mean, but I saying everybody had their and we're, we'll kind of get into that because everybody had their favorite character because GI Joe. When you go through it, they made hundreds of figures. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many different ones, and then the different in, incarnations that came out from the '80s to the relaunch in the '90s, and they relaunched again, and even in the 2000s, they came out with other yep. ones. Um, probably the most sought after one, and I'll probably mispronounce it, was GI Joe Ara. A-R-A-H. Uh, he is one of the most recognizable action heroes of all time for good reason. He comes with a backpack filled of swords, other weapons, bow, arrow, given enough weapons in his arsenal to protect himself from the other bad guys. He was released in 1984. This figure has become the legend of the action toy industry, and its reputation has only been enhanced over the years. Because um, it was the main you know, design that helped break Hasbro into the convention of industry. I don't even remember that yep. one. A-R-A-H stands for a real American hero, by the way. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but, and he, and like, uh, I mean, he's a pretty cool looking Joe, uh, but he's kind of very plain looking. He definitely wasn't, but he was the one that brought what you, you got into it. Is he the one that the, um, when you were a kid, you could send in enough, uh, like, I think it was flag points or Joe points or whatever they were at Joe the time. Points. And you could have yourself made as a GI Joe. What? I, rem- I remember that. Yeah, that was. Yes. I think he might have. Like that was a big deal. It and was a generic face. It yeah. had like a mask on it and everything. So they didn't have to use all the sculpts and everything. Yeah. But your name was on the ID card. Your stats. Wow. Your your birthday. That's cool. And all this stuff was on the ID card and everything. They put the profile on there of how badass you were. Yep. And for an eight Man. to ten year old kid, yeah, that's freaking awesome. Well, that's what kind for of a twenty eight year old kid. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, and that's what, as a kid, which drew me into GI Joe was not only, of course, they had a, a pretty awesome show. Um, I, I will admit, it hadn't aged as well when I would try to rewatch it in my later years. No, but as a kid, man, that blew me away when you watch it. Uh, especially the GI Joe movie, the cartoon one that yep. came out was like, you know, Cobra, oh, yeah. Cobra. It was like the coolest opening song, and it was just. Awesome. The but animation you, is that was is good. Fantastic. Some of the best. It is that you'll get. so good. Yeah. I mean, like, because I watched some of the other, like the Ghostbusters cartoons. To me, I, like that animation, while I didn't think it was terrible, wasn't that great. Like the GI Joe one, which almost in the same vein style, just looks so much better to me personally. Because the level of detail. I mean, that that credit sequence at the beginning with all the balloons and yeah. everything else. Oh yeah, in the movie. There oh, is so, so awesome. much going on in that, and you're watching it like. I'm at to post that on the page later. Just if you've never seen it, it'll it's still yeah. cool to. This As day. an adult looking at it now, you're. And knowing that that's all hand drawn, it just blows your mind. As a kid, you're like, "Man, that's freaking yeah. cool!" And but you no, know, looking at it now as an adult, that's some of the best animated stuff I've seen in, ever. Yeah, and the cool and some of the other things was the fact of all the accessories you got. You know, not only were you getting oh, like a yeah. GI Joe, it's like, and I mean, all the action figures at that time had them, but GI Joe had some of the cool. I still remember in the Sears catalog they had this huge air carrier. You could get. <laughs> USS flag. Yeah, and I, th- I mean, I think it was like a hundred and twenty dollars or something back then, and now it goes for like over like uh, a grand, you know, to get if it. If you get, if you get it complete, yeah, it is well over a ground grand. And it is six feet long. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I am not kidding. It, was it is a massive. six foot long aircraft big? carrier. Yeah. It is freaking huge. <laughs> it was like it was it was I mean it was I remember legit. some of the tanks and stuff were big and cool. Yeah, no, this is, this was this the, the legend. It was and you gotta think, hundred and twenty bucks for an action figure in the eighties, you know, most parents are gonna be like, I'm not gonna get you that because that's all all the Sears catalog was was the cool stuff that no one was ever really gonna buy you, you know, like because yeah. 
unless oh, your grandma. And I'll get it for you, but man, I I've seen pictures you get of GoBots instead of Transformers. Yep, yeah. yep. Six, I love you, Grandma, but damn it. Yeah, six foot. <laughs> no, I have my GoBots too. Carrier, man, blows me away. So um, now I know we were kind of talking pre to it, and I know. I think Ray and Mike, you said GI Joes weren't really your thing, was it? No, I mean, I had GI Joes, but I was more into like um, the X Men uh, characters that they had. I had some uh, Masters of the Universe, He Man stuff, and Ninja Turtles and stuff See, like that. And I loved Masters of the Universe and GI Joe. I, I'm sorry, Ninja Turtles. I guess I like I was kind of like wanted all of them because you know. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. I think. Yeah, I don't really do GI Joes. I think I had like one or two, and that was just ones that were given to me at boys' club. Which is like, honestly, I would say for if I was to peg anyone as a, as a Joe guy, it'd be you, just because Absolutely. also your love with you know the, you know guns and stuff like that it would yeah. seem right up your alley. I don't know, the toys just seem kind of plain to me and small. I don't know. Like uh, I, what I found myself getting mostly were Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, and X Men toys when I was younger. Yeah, which I and. These are all things I would definitely want and to do. Spider-Man parts of as well. Most, yeah. younger. Mostly like comics and stuff. Yeah. I was way more into that stuff when I was younger, and I guess I just kind of got out of it. Now, weirdly, Katie, you said you were a G.I. Joe lady. No, I never really owned one, but I grew up with all boys. All my cousins were boys. So I had the Barbies, and they'd be like, hey, Katie, bring your Barbies. I'm like, all right. We don't have the mate. <laughs> and then we play with them, you know. And and that's where I learned about lots of things. About the sex, and they would make Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> when and a G.I. Joe loves a Barbie very much. I mean. It makes a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they were not anatomically correct or anything. But well, actually, like I remember uh, G.I. Joe's, I, I think it was the commemorate. Commemorate? Uh I can't remember which year, but they can't, they re-released the twelve-inch ones. But they had Destro, uh, Snake Eye, Storm Shadow, and uh, Cover Commander, Duke, a couple. Of them, but they were all twelve-inch. I had a few of those, and I go. I had some girls that you know around my same age. That was perfect because yep. all my all my Joes could kill all the <laughs> Cobras. We, we could always reenact our soap opera too, because <laughs> my grandparents would watch soap operas during the summer. And I still and actually. So we would reenact them with the Barbies. And um, someone just bought us one of uh, the Cobra twelve-inch ones, and. It is still to this day like the level of detail on the the clothing, the threads, and I mean just the full the guns and everything. Like Cobra Commander comes with this huge suitcase they can open up. There's a gun and a knife, and there's a memo pad, and on it he's wrote "Take over the world" as a <laughs> like rem- reminder to do. <laughs> like like I just remember, what am I gonna do today? And I can take over the you stole my <laughs> memo pad. Yeah. <laughs> um. So now TJ, what about you? I mean, I know you didn't. <sighs> I know. Transformers obviously was more Transformers of was my thing. Um G.I. Joe's at all? Yes. Um n- not anything to do with the uh classic G.I. Joe versus Transformers comic they came out with in the mid eighties. Um but um G.I. Joe's and He Man had a had a big place in my childhood. Um me and my cousins, um, we all had we all got together and we had this agreement. Um, okay, you tell mom you want G.I. Joe. You tell mom you want He-Man. And I'll tell mom I want Transformers. And so we got to play with everything that we wanted. Um, sounds like a recipe for disaster when like they get the cool one. Like, I want to play with that. Sorry. Well, that was that was the nice thing, though. Um, one of my cousins got all the cool He-Man figures. One of my cousins got all the cool G.I. Joes. And I'd get the Transformers, um, which are cool in and of themselves, you know. And really um, got two toys as the Transformers. You got trucks and action figures. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like your dad. So I made out like a bandit. <laughs> um, but uh, 
my all-time, I, I I think my all-time favorite GI Joe figure was a General Hawk that was put out in mm. like the late '80s, early '90s. At when he originally came out, he had a voice box on the back that promptly ripped off as soon as he came out, <laughs> and um, he's in like uh you know, uh, BDUs with a leather flight jacket and a pair of aviator glasses and, you know, just, it, it just looked cool. It looked like a general that you, I mean, just, and, and that's why, I, I don't know, I really like that. I figure. was a mask guy. If the guy had a mask, I was cool. My favorite was uh, the Joe, the BAT. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, he, like, was, he was really cool. Yeah, one of the dude. coolest designs, just the open chest. Like, one had, like, one arm and the gun and just – you just got so much with Joe's. Like, Cobra Commander was my absolute favorite. I mean, I just love the design. I'm always for the uh, hood Cobra more than the Reflective Mirror. Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Reflective Mirror looks cool, but, like, uh, him with the hood on, just, like, he just looks like a, a, a true badass. Mm-hmm. Destro, I even though the weird, awesome. the weird, like, red velvet, like, uh, yeah. you know, like, love pad. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you had the ninjas. Like, if you didn't like Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, those were the coolest two. Like, I, I remember one of the ones that we had was the, uh, the, the uh, Snake Eyes that was not in the black costume, but he's, like, in a blue costume with the gray, like, almost pack. And he came with all these neon orange uh, that was weapons. in the nineties. Yeah, that was it that was, was early, that was early, early nineties. Yeah. Um. So he had like this gray vest and these black half pants with blue and everything. Um. And he oh, had yeah, this like I know exactly missile which shooter. One you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He had yeah. this missile shooter thing yeah. that was like a grappling hook. See, he came with a sword and a yeah. shotgun. To me, the original the the original Snake Eyes. Well, the second series Snake Eyes that yeah, came out with. I didn't was, have that one though. Was so awesome. It was like the the black suit. He had like the night mask on oh, yeah. on the front, and he came with the wolf, and he had a freaking ninja sword and a Uzi. <laughs> my favorite, I was, fan. I was, I was, I was a so awesome. Storm Shadow fan more than the Snake Eyes. I thought it was cool, but mine was the Storm Shadow who had it went white to black, and he had the hood. Um, yeah, that oh, one. Yeah, he did, It was just. It was I think it was nineties too. Probably. I mean, because I I went all the way from the eighties to the nineties. I mean, I I went GI Joe for a long time. And what's weird is I can't find a single fucking G.I. Joe that I own ever. I think they're all buried and given away. Like, I would love to have some. Just some so unfortunate incidences with uh, replicated human sacrifices <laughs> and black cat firecrackers. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, like, I'm sure we strapped them to a, a bunch of uh, cause bottle like, rockets. You had so many after a while, and, like, you can only get so many Dukes and care about them, yeah. you know, like. Uh, well, and I was. I, I get was at least one Duke a day. <laughs> I was looking up, and I also had a um, shipwreck. Every eight hours, I had him for. I might he I'm might slow. still be at my parents' house, but I was looking up when that character, that particular figure, came out, and it was 1984. So yeah. I would have been around four years old when this character came out. He just had a pistol and a uh, Par- he had this, you know, V-neck um, shipwreck type. Shirt on, and he had this tattoo. He was like, yeah. "Just Thank so you. cool." Give Sounds me Sergeant Slaughter, man. Like that. Ab- oh, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, but I love Sergeant Slaughter's not until way later. No, but yeah, I mean eighty six. Yeah, that was more like my time frame of like the that's stuff true, I remember. That's true. That. But yes, I just love the tie-in. Like here goes a, a WWF wrestler. Yeah, and the Joe world. It was just it was perfect. Um, yeah, but I mean that's that's my take on the GI Joe. I think it's a little bit you know 
some factoids, some stuff to learn. Do you want to any closing thoughts over there? Uh, just on the cartoon and, and specifically the movie, um, the original script called for Duke to die. Yeah. In the G.I. Joe movie. But thanks to Optimus Prime getting massacred in the Transformers movie um, and so many angry letters being written into Hasbro and to um, all those uh, people. I like they were going to develop a theme. Like, Let's kill off the main guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, granted, these were cartoons to sell toys. And the idea was to kill off the old product line and it's put out the and, and, you know, oh, wow, it's hip new uh, Lieutenant Falcon and <laughs> Lieutenant everybody. Juke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, Sergeant um, Rapper. <laughs> Lieutenant <laughs> so, Skateboard Pro. <laughs> but they, they put all these new characters out. But um, Colonel Van Halen. <laughs> you, you go in there and Transformers movie, kill Optimus Prime, you kill Starscream. Dude, tell me uh, there shouldn't be a guy that play guitar and he has these shreddy shot bullets. And <laughs> Man, that that's Ted Nugent. No, that's <laughs> Silverhawks. <laughs> There's a dude in Silverhawks that does that. God, that's awesome. I forgot about Silverhawks. Yeah, right is what I'm talking yeah. about. I saw his mind go, oh, my yep. God, I don't want to remember this, but I have to now. That's weird, though. I mean, that, I mean it makes sense that, I mean, you kill. But I, to me, Optimus Prime is a different level of a character than Duke. I mean, mm. I'm, it's you know, the, especially it's on, on sales, on action figures. You know, like, And action figures were sold a lot differently than you could have an action figure sit on the shelf for a year and a half back yeah. in the 80s. And that was fine. And, and nobody... Nobody gave two shits about it. Nowadays, if a figure sits on a shelf for three months, it's not a good seller, and you gotta yank it. Up, you gotta put it on clearance or whatever. That's yeah, crazy. But I don't think there was as much of the, of the collector market back it's then. It's not a collector. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a collector's market, and I don't think it's as much of a collector's market now. I think it's just we got to get the new hotness out, or the kids aren't yeah. going to want it. Yeah. And they're producing an uh, well, also attention though, deficit disorder it, in people. And it know. might be different. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly like on the newer releases, but, you know, it felt like at those times you got a new release once a year. You know, now it's like they're always oh, yeah. releasing new stuff. Yeah. And yeah. there's so much more competition. Back yeah. then, I mean, it was, you know, there was there was the big players, and that's what you got at toy stores, you know. Like you went in there, and, and I mean, it was a lot of stuff. I mean, I, I still, you know, Ninja Turtles, God, what an over There's so many Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and, yeah. like, because I look through them now. Like, I, I go on these old, uh, like, uh, there's an Instagram feed of a guy who follows, sells old figures, and Ninja Turtles is one of his biggest things. And you forget how many different series there was. Like, there's, like, uh, the one that's, like, so 80s because, like, they're in, like, wrestling and, like, band outfits. And, like, yeah. they're, they're seriously, like, Donatello Van Helen. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. like, so uh, – that's another time. We got to do Ninja Turtles next yes. time. Let's yeah, end it do. on this on the G.I. Joe's. Uh, hope you enjoyed this segment. When we come back, we'll give you some more cool information. Let us know on our Facebook page. What was your favorite G.I. Joe character that you enjoyed? Because we would really like to know about that. Because there were literally hundreds of these guys. Hundos. Hundos. So. All right. We'll see you when we come back from this break. guys thanks for listening to that episode of nerd to get late sometimes if you enjoy our podcast go and like us on facebook facebook.com slash nerd to get laid you can follow us on the twitter at nerd to get laid uh, you can go rate us on itunes stitcher and on podbean that would really help us out Hey, thanks for listening again. This has been Nerds Who Get Laid, sometimes. Sometimes.